The Rabbit Infectious Podcast Episode 1. This podcast is for listeners 18 and older and contains horror themes and strong adult language. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. You are now infected. Rabid infection is a cruel curse that drives one mad with rage. Welcome to the Rabid Infectious Podcast. Join Mac, Megan, John and Belinda for a discussion of darkness and horror. Welcome to the Rabbit Infectious Podcast. We are your sinister ministers, the dark disciples, preaching the gospel that we like to call whore. My name is Matt, and along with me is... Megan. John. And Belinda. And what we are is a horror podcast discussing all things horror. We're just a group of friends. We're just trying out an experiment. We're going to see if this takes or not. You know, hopefully hopefully the community will, will embrace us and, and listen to this podcast. And that's mainly all that we're looking for. Um, what we offer is a little bit different. Um, we're going to do your main discussions about horror movies. We're going to give synopsis, reviews, what we think, but we're going to do it with truth. We're also, uh, we're also uncensored. We're going to say whatever the hell we want. Um, no one's really going to, no critic out there is really going to tell us, you know, how to feel about a movie if we don't like the movie. Come out and just tell you. Um, right now, we might as well just get right to it. Our first episode, this episode right now, episode one, is the zombie genre. Zombie genre is one of our favorites, excluding Megan. Yeah, I don't, I don't like zombies. Yeah. <laughs> but slowly, we will change her. Belinda's laughing at me right now. Yeah. Because I really don't like. I, don't I love like, zombies. I, I don't like squirrels either. <laughs> <laughs> Or moles. Or, yeah, no. Yeah, nothing like rabid, infectious moles. No, no. Um, Crazy But yes, this episode is going to be zombie genre overview. Um, and our first few episodes that we broadcast, we're going to familiarize the audience with our personalities and discuss the different genres of horror. Um, but this one right now is going to be about zombies. Um, one thing to... To start is we have a website that you can reach us at and view everything that we offer and it's at www.ripshow.webs.com and up there we will have we'll have all of our episodes we will have um, we'll have a forum to discuss our shows so if you guys have any comments, views, or opinions you'd like to discuss with us, we can open the forum to you guys, and you can send us your information and feedback. If you want to debate us on a couple of our ideas, go for it. And then we can open discuss about how we feel versus your view, and then I'd live from there. One thing that that I do want to stress to everybody, especially in our forums, you know, come over, join the members area, uh, get on the forum. I, I posted a topic a couple of days ago. Um, about the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but yeah, get on there, post your own topic. You know, we'll, we'll be glad to discuss it with you. Mainly discuss it on the show, too. Um, that's where we're going to get a lot of our format from what you think. Um, but the biggest thing is we are not going to censor what you have to say. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion um, until it gets into personal attacks. Um, there's a problem with a lot of the horror community. Uh, I also listen to a lot of other podcasts, 
and it seems like they have problems in the forums where there is, you know, where there's name calling, um, you know, not very nice things being said about people, and we will not tolerate that. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but that is the only way that you will get deleted. Um, I would, do not have a problem deleting you if you come out and, you know, personally attack somebody. You know, we're, we're, we're not about that. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and we hope to hear it. Um, so, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, right now, let's start off with our zombie discussion. Planet Earth. Six billion people. Today, our very existence is threatened by epidemics, climate change, and dwindling resources. But those are the least of our problems. Welcome to Zombieland. Mother always told me, someday you'll be good, son. I mean, I don't think she could have guessed that, that something would be zombie killing. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Close, but no cigar. Zombie kill of the week went to Miss Cynthia Knickerbocker. Gotta enjoy the little things. Fellas really let themselves go. Zombie land. You guys want some Purell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from Belinda, um, but it's that it's that sense of fear where they're all coming around you, and you cannot get away, even though you can outrun them. There's a hundred thousand of them, and they're all closing in on you. That's because you stood still. <laughs> Don't stand still. Don't go into a house and stand there and look at them. You could walk and still be ahead of them for miles. <laughs> exactly. Especially the ones without legs and arms, and they're using their teeth to pull themselves across the ground. Come on, how did those get a hold of you? That's why I like the old ones the best, because I don't like zombies. I don't like zombie movies. It's not my favorite. I will watch them if I have to, but, but they're not really for me. But I like the old ones, because... Uh, what if you walk around that corner, and there's one standing right there? And then there's one behind him, and three behind him. You never know where they are. That, that's what's creepy about it. Yeah. Well, stay out in the open, then. Don't walk around a corner. You can still walk away from him, though. Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> I have an idea. What's that? How about you get in the car, and you drive away from them, because they're so fucking slow, they're never going to catch up to you. But eventually, you're going to run into something. Well, haven't you noticed whenever you do get in a car, nine times out of ten, that car started you started for you for ten years. That's the one time it doesn't. Oh, that's just movie stuff, though. Well, that's what we're just Yeah, no, that's also our life. Unless it, wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, yeah, unless it's Matt's car, <laughs> and then his car would do that. It would start and start and start, and then the minute he needed it to start, it wouldn't start. <laughs> no, it's that one. I've been meaning to fix that starter for some time now. Yeah. Right. Wait, on the third click, it'll take it? off. Just give it a minute. <laughs> We don't right. have three clicks. <laughs> so that would be like number one rule for zombies then. Make sure your car is maintained. <laughs> <laughs> and it has gas in it. <laughs> but the big thing is, you know, of course, everybody is going to talk about Night of the Living Dead, 1968. George Romero's masterpiece film 
that he totally got fucked on because now it's in public domain. But what what is so neat about that film is count how many times they actually say the word zombie in it. They're not zombies. They're referred to as ghouls. And that's that's what's cool where you know he kind of wrote the mythos on the zombies because before then zombie was a live person. You know, it went back into into uh yeah, Haiti folklore and uh you know voodoo and everything else where when you would you know you could conjure a zombie. And there's also you know a way of making a zombie, you know, from you know different toxins and giving it to somebody and it's you know there was there's actually I believe a law that was created in uh, in Haiti, which is like an anti-zombie law, and it's pretty much just making slaves of people. Right, basically you know, just giving them some kind of a medication to where they don't really know what's going on or right. a toxin, like you said. You could also put them in a right. Now, you know, you know, don't quote me because you know we're totally not in the media, you know, here doing this podcast. But but a lot of it is, you know, it's it's making slaves work. I, I believe is like sugarcane fields down there. And, you know, what it was is, is cheap labor, you know, ways to make cheap labor. Um, but it had a, lot, had a lot of voodoo behind it. Um, and then George Romero took it one step further. And he said, okay, the dead are coming back to life. And it's, it's just neat to see how, over time, everything has evolved. And we went from, you know, the actual traditional, the way the zombies are is, you know, through toxins and everything else, and they're just mindless slaves. To the dead returning, and uh, you know, coming after the living, and then it became infections, and then you know, different toxins, you know, that are killing you. And now, you know, you, you get from you know, slow moving, you know, just getting out of rigor mortis, and now they are chasing your ass. That and now they're comical know. too. Right. Like Fido and all of those other ones, Zombie right. Land, Shaun of the Dead. They make them more of a comical. Which, but, personally, those are my favorite. Right. <laughs> but it, it's just neat how the zombies, how they've evolved, and they're going to evolve. Um, I like the the original, like, Romero style, just because it got tagged zombie, you know, after um, after it came out. Dawn of the Dead, 1978, it's one of my favorites. Um, Dawn of the Dead 04. My favorite. It's yeah. It's a mirror uh, image of what it is. Yeah, I really don't like that one. I like how they chase after you. That's what's <clears> me. I love the shit scared out of me, and that's the one true thing I believe could happen. And right. I get made fun of for it all the time. But with all the governmental experiments, all the stuff they're doing out there nowadays, all the flus that are going around, I mean, this shit we have to worry about. Yeah. Now, regardless, I, I myself, even though I like the old. A zombie movie is a zombie movie. You know, everybody has their their right to say how it started. You know, if if you want to explain it, explain it. You know, if it's a disease, then it's a disease. It doesn't matter how they get to that point. If they want to label it a zombie movie, I don't have a problem with it because I'm going to watch it anyway because it's more about survival. You know, that's what I like is the survival aspect of the uh, the actual movie. But um. Yeah, because they're always showing you what to do and what not to do. Right. So you learn. Yeah, and it's always that that confinement and, oh, shit, now here you go. Hope you have enough everything because it's going to have to last. Either you're going to be either you're going to be held up somewhere or you're going to have to make a run for it. And, uh, yeah, you know, when those I don't people get stuck in their attic. Oh, shit, where are you going to go from there? Are you going to jump out the window? I mean, these are little common sense ones. Well, that's what I didn't like about the old ones because... You know, the lack of the common sense. That is the big thing. Everybody's getting killed because lack of common sense. You see zombies out in your yard. Why do you run out your front door? And that's that's what I like about the old ones. It's not it's not the zombies killing them. They're killing themselves. Exactly. Because they're fucking up. That's 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 the best. Well, was you it because you had to brush off the welcome mat to say, "Hey, come on in." Yeah. <laughs> I think back then, though, with those movies, that's what they had to do. They didn't think about the survival aspect of it. They thought about, okay, we're going to scare people with these movies, so let's just make them scary. And their first thought of making them scary was, well, people are going to get eaten by zombies or whatever, and so we have to have people getting eaten by zombies. And how are we going to do that? Well, if they're fighting back, they might not get eaten. If they're stupid and they just walk out in front and there's zombies there, they'll get eaten, and that's scary. 
so that was their point about about it and now the movies have tactical aspects survival aspects and you know ways of okay really think about what you would do in this situation they throw that in there to make you think of of what you would do and how you would play it out because when you're watching them you know that everybody goes what the fuck i wouldn't have done it that way i would have done it this way or hey you don't do it that way you got to do it this way you know where the other ones it's just like oh my god they're getting eaten because that was scary back then. I find the nearest gun store. <laughs> ASAP. Well, now, yeah. Oh, I'm going to kill Aunt Baba with the freaking scissors I just found. Uh, yeah. Good luck with that one. But if it's like Dawn of the Dead, 2004, the nearest gun store, Andy got turned into a zombie. Mm. And they, they got, you know, got in there. So what the fuck with that? <laughs> <laughs> the gun store's already inhabited. So. Well, let's go around. I would like to know what is a zombie, according to each one of you. I still feel the zombie, even though it's not explained in the original Night of the Living Dead, that they are definitely zombies. But I feel a zombie is a person that is brought back from the dead. I want to hear what you guys have to say. See, I don't quite agree with that, because I don't like those where they come out of their graves. That drives me nuts, because it's like, okay, you're buried so many feet underneath the ground, you're in a coffin, how in the hell did you get out? Do you have a shovel down there with you? No. I think, you know, the passing of infectious disease by bites, cuts, scrapes, saliva, whatever, sharing it, you know, the actual scenario, like, it could definitely happen. But are they dead when they come after you, or are they just infected? I would, I lean towards more the infected people, where, like, it's um, rabies, like in the one movie. Uh, quarantine. Quarantine. You know, where it's a disease that obviously an outbreak of some sort, and you're bitten, and you get, not necessarily brain damage, but, you know, you go crazy and want to kill other people. I don't think it's necessarily you're after brains, you're just freaking psycho and mad. See, and I don't understand that. I don't understand that about zombies. Why did they always want to go after people? True. Because, like... Well, depending on, on what book you read, you know, depending on what methods you follow, because everybody reinvents it. You know, there are some books out there where there's actual zombie animals. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. Well, with like the rabies theory, then it would could it, be it animals. All on, yeah, mm-hmm. it all depends on, on what exactly is your favorite type of zombie. Because, you know, I mean, there's just downright to it. You know, there are types of zombies. You know, as far as my favorite, you know, like I said, it's the, the living dead. I think I'd have to go with Belinda. It's more of the infectious. Because, I mean, if you think of the living dead, okay, you've got somebody who's decomposing. They're going to fall apart before they get to you. If they're more of fresh flesh and, you know, they were alive at that point and they were just infected, then they're going to be able to get you quicker and run and everything. But a decaying zombie stands no chance. That's what I think. Those only movies you see, you know, what they considered zombies. Is after a while, people are decaying, you know, and, you know, like they're deadly, looking dead. Um, if it is actually an infection... That's scarier. Wouldn't you still somewhat be yourself in a way? I mean, if you're still eating flesh or what, it doesn't matter. If you're eating, you're not decomposing. Right. I mean, look at all the cannibalistic people you've had, you know, in tribes, and, you know, I'm not, we're out on the world, you know, that eat people, you know, because that's what they have to survive on. I don't see they didn't turn into zombies. They still go around life like nothing. They just eat their own kind. I mean, I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes it's a spiritual ritual, too. But they're dead. Alrighty, then. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, so cause they, if, if, you say, if you say something like that, it's a, an infection, you know, and it's causing around that, um, well, that's more does that mean that, you know, you say it's animals, does that mean that Cujo was a zombie? It was infected with rabies. You know. Yeah, but it made him go psycho. Yeah. That dog waited there forever. But people he bit, did he actually, did they turn into a zombie? No, he or killed did them. he just tear the shit out of them? He killed yeah. them. Yeah, there was nothing left of them. So it wasn't really zombie. That was more of a crazy-ass dog type yeah. thing. I just, I don't, I don't understand the zombie aspect of it. Like, like I see the infectious part of it, but I think, I think if, 
if truly you're going to walk around with your arm bit off and you're not bleeding and you're still going after people, it it could be infectious. But, I mean, you'd have to probably be dead to do that. Well, I mean, yeah. You, you would, because you would, you wouldn't be able to do that if your blood was still going. You wouldn't have any blood. Things like that I don't understand. I mean, that's just the movie aspect of it to say, okay, well, this guy can walk around. He doesn't have an arm. Blood's not going to come out of it. You know, yeah, right. If he's really alive, it's going to come out of it. Yeah. So he'd have to be dead, even if it was infectious. I just, you know. Well, that makes sense. The concept of it all, you have to really think about. And that's what's great about the zombie genre. You know, there's there's always going to be some movie that you're going to gravitate towards and be like, now that's a zombie. You know, or, hey, this is a zombie. You know, like I said for myself, you know, I like the whole, you know, coming back from the dead because not only if you get bit, you know, the infection is going to take you that way. But, I'm sorry, but, you know, if we're breaking for the farmhouse and Larry and our group, you know, too fat, drops dead of a heart attack, it's going to be great if i got to fight Larry off because he's hungry for my ass, you know? That's that's great. You know, that's that's creepy. For me. I, I think that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, Larry went down for you, you know, and he took one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> he he went down for you so you guys could get further away. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Yeah. You know. But that but that always happens in zombie movies. Somebody goes down. Somebody's left behind. I mean, you just can't deny that. But I just I just like the fact that, you know, no matter it's it's not only if you get bitten, but if you just die of natural causes, and then you come back, you know, making more zombies, you know, constantly, naturally, you know, that's, that's, that's what I think is cool. You know, because not only do you have to worry about the people that are going to bite you, but you also have to worry about the people that just recently died, you know, of natural causes, too, because they're going to reanimate. So. Like in, um... Well, like in the beginning of the uh, Night of Living Dead, mm-hmm. the remake in what was that, eighty-eight, eighty-nine, mm-hmm. um, when they went to the graveyard, mm-hmm. and there was that one guy that was half naked walking around out of his casket. You know, he was just recently dead, put in there. You know, and out of the hearse, and the hearse drivers run around because he got bit by him. Right. You know, and dull, disoriented, and stuff. How did he turn into a zombie? That's what's great. You don't know. Who knows? Yep. Really? Maybe it was that comet hidden behind the moon. Yeah. Or maybe it was that infectious disease, that <laughs> government, or some lab somewhere. <laughs> Too much Prozac in your diet. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go in. You know, we've we've discussed you know the genre discussion, and you know this is going to be an age old fight. You know, what do you like? It's personal preference. You know. It's, and I've got no problem with that. I enjoy all horror movies. So I myself, I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody that, you know, that they can't believe a certain way, and that you know that's not considered a zombie. Hey, look, I, I like to write, and um, you know, a lot of the short stories that I do write, that's what's so great about about writing you can you can create anything you can create any mythos rewrite stuff you know i'm sorry if sky turns orange it's orange you know that's according to you and that's what i like about movies and that's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast you know we want to do a roundtable discussion on everything all aspects what we like what we don't like if something's shit it's shit but this is you could think it's shit i might love it exactly exactly but I'm always right. So yeah, the yeah. good thing about all this is, you know, <laughs> ba- go back that. to you know why, well, movies. All right, let's just take take back to step one, Zombieland. You know, we all went and saw it. There was not one complaint out of all of us about what we didn't like about it. You know, about oh well, this was retarded and this part or not. You know, it, it was a cool movie because it combined you know comedy and horror all together, gore. I mean, and I just like the fact that how. The movie was all portrayed how four people from different, you know, different places, they couldn't mesh together in everyday life, but in this situation, they had to learn how to get along with one another. 
And in fact, that you know, after the girls kept stealing their ride, and then eventually <laughs> they got it back, which was hilarious. And then the fact that they realized, hey, look, they needed to all get along, or this isn't going to happen because they might be the only ones ever left. You know, why I can't you know make amends with one another? Yeah, you know, and of course the fact that you know. Woody Harrelson, you know, finding that Hummer <laughs> with all the guns and everything and him staying out there shooting guns off for who knows how long. But the tag, I'm sitting in the movie theater thinking, okay, don't you need those bullets to, I don't know, say, to fight off some zombies instead of just shooting in the air? You're happy you found a Hummer? Not only that, wouldn't that call them towards you? Oh, exactly. Well, you know, towards the end of the movie, you saw what? The girls went to the amusement park. They turned all the lights on and everything. The zombies, hmm, let's put bright lights weren't on before. Let's go see what's going Dinner. on. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on over here. But it was cute because it had the lighter side, unlike other zombie movies that mm-hmm. we've seen. I mean, Fido, okay, yeah, it was cute, but it was, you know, it was one of those retarded ones. That you yeah, it was so kind of weird. Just say you watched it. It was funny and comical, too. I mean, it, it had cool parts in it. I liked Fido a lot. I thought it was neat. Um, you know, especially after the Z Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to see a movie called the Z Wars and just to see what it's all about. Yeah, I think they should come out with that. I mean, you know, it's just like, a lot of stuff. I, I like Max Brooks's books. Um, you know, I, I like read. I've read a couple, and I liked what he put in there, especially the survival guide. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, definitely, you know, he wrote it just in case something was going to happen. You know, what to stay away from, what not to do. You know, avoid this, avoid that. You know, and actually, in a way, you know, it, it may be uh, if something ever really was to ever happen, which you know, who knows. But if it was, it, it may be something to you know. You know, well, here's an abandoned library. Let's go in there and see if we can find the Max Park Survival Guide book. It might help us out. It may be the Bible on this. Yep. You know, who yeah, knows? actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very informative, too. It made you think about things that you possibly never thought about, like, you know, using a barrel and arrow because it's silent instead of shooting the shotgun in the air and calling them towards you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I personally didn't read the book. Everybody else did. But see, but you, watch, you, you watch yeah, zombie movies anyway, we got and, and actually <laughs> when you're watching these, you try to take notes and think, okay, yeah, you know, idiot, why the hell do you do that for? You know, uh, you know, and then you try to take notes think about, if something really ever happened, what would I really do? Okay, think of yourself in a zombie apocalypse. Okay, let's say it happens tomorrow, boom. You know, are you really going to have it all together in your head to actually just boom like that, know what to do? I don't think so. You will if you, you're Ted Nugent. You're well. going to be thinking about, you know, what I need to do, what I need to do. You know, and okay, well, first of all, I need to make a pitch. After you said that, I'm sorry, Meg, but think about this. Ted Nugent and Chuck Norris starring in a movie, Ted and Chuck versus the Zombies. Oh, Ted would totally kick ass, and so would Chuck, but Chuck would do it more like physical that would yeah, be great. So he'd have that to would get be close great. enough for you yeah. to get bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but if, if I had, if there was like a zombie apocalypse, I think I, the first thing I would do would, would be to map out the route to Ted Nugent's <laughs> land. <laughs> I would go there. He would definitely be prepared. I yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. It's all about Ted. <laughs> that's what I would do. But here's the thing. You know, a lot of people don't think... Uh, about just basic survival, you know, what if you lose your job, you know, are you going to have enough food, you know, just day-to-day survival, you know, and that one step next is going to be the whole zombie survival. Well, you know, just ask yourself right now, are you prepared? Well, it's like, you know. i tell you what, it, I am. The H1N1 and stuff like that, all the infections going around. Were people perfect prepared for that? No, they no. were out buying masks because they didn't have it. They were, you know, doing all that stuff. Yeah, and there's there's Same some things thing. there's some things that are completely out of your hands, and you can't do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. You know, but just ask yourself, zombie, zombies are coming after you. Are you prepared? And I tell you what, that'll make a lot of people change their stance on guns and everything else. Let's go back to Zombieland real quick. Woody Harrelson, when he finds the Hummer, he goes in the back seat, pulls out all the guns, and what exactly does he say, John? Well, I can't really remember that part. Oh, okay. He said <laughs> he said something to the effect of, God bless rednecks. I'll tell you what. Woody Harrelson, you're welcome. Because I'm one of those rednecks. I'm prepared. And I tell you what. It's if it happens tomorrow, it's is not a problem. You know, my we, friends or family, we're good to go. Well, we might not have enough food, but we definitely got enough rounds. No, we will go <laughs> get food. That's that's what's nice. 
Now, bringing up that scenario about what would you do? Seriously, you're sitting at home, minding your own business. Commotion's going on outside. Things are starting to blow up like they do in the movies, you know. Everybody's running around screaming and yelling. Don't walk out of your house immediately. Hello? Just, you know, stand out there in the yard and let them get you. you got to be prepared. you got to think about, okay, daylight, nighttime, you know, what do you do? Who do you get? What do you get? And how do you do it? Where do you go? Exactly. you got to keep on thinking. you got to think on your feet. You don't, don't want to be of those stupid people that get picked off immediately. I like Zombieland because, you know, they, they ha- he has a checklist and they find cars. I mean, yeah, they get them taken away by the girls sometimes. But they're ready. I mean, Woody Harrelson, you know, he's definitely ready. You know, he, he's ready to kick ass. And I really like that movie. The best part was in the supermarket when they went in there. <laughs> Playing the banjo for yeah. her. <laughs> and you got a pretty mouse, yeah. smacking him in the mouth. And <laughs> going from that, and then with the hedge trimmer, just going to take a little off the top there, big fella. <laughs> that was just classic. Oh, man. It's, you know, so, you know, what what would you do in, in a situation like 28 days later, 28 weeks later, you know, where... In, well, there's there's that in between, you know. I, I guess you could see, you know, between Day of the Dead and uh, Land of the Dead, also where you know everybody's starting to break out and do their own colonies, and then you have a military presence. You know, mainly you know, 28 weeks later, you know, that's that's a big one. You know, where they had you know quarantined everything and and the government had set up housing and. You know, what would you do in a situation like that where the government is on its feet and, you know, you are not on your own. You're being told what to do, martial law. You know? Yeah, that's kind of... You know, that, yeah, that's scary. That. That, yeah. You know, that is scary to me. You know, I've zombie apocalypse happens and everybody's like, all right, you know, fuck you, you're on your own. I would much rather have it that way than... Oh, yeah. Okay, you know, get in the truck. We're shipping you to the next camp. Yeah, I'd rather be uh, isolated. Because, you know, certain personalities don't mesh well together. And then you always have that one big tough guy that thinks that he's the shit. And he's going to tell you what to do. And, you know, it just causes turmoil. So he yeah, gets attacked because he's screwed up. Because he's too cocky. I don't know. what. I mean, what's so bad about a camp? You got military. Supplying food. Place to stay. Wow. I mean, you have a mass meal there for zombies. See, that's my problem. I'd rather be isolated few people, you know, sticking together than a large mass of people because I think that's just calling them closer. Well, here's the thing. Anybody that's listening to us outside of the United States, we are, we are residents of the United States. Um, Any of our listeners in Canada and everything else, you know, you, you understand some of, you know, America's laws. And you know, we have a lot of freedoms, and I think the big problem of it for me is going to be the infringement on freedoms. You know, you're going to take my house, you're going to take, you know, pretty much every single uh, choice that I can make, and you're going to take that completely away from me. You know, you're going to take away my means of defending myself and my family, and uh, that is scary. You know, so the 28 weeks later, the zombies aren't as scary if you want to call them zombies, that's a whole other topic. Um, but it's the whole presence, you know, that that's happening. Of the military? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it's a lot of it that, that you don't see between the two films. Because the one film, you know, you have the military installment, but they're pretty much acting like their own government right. in there. Yeah. And, and then at the end of that, you know, you fast forward, you know, into 28 weeks later, and... I forget what city it was, but they absolutely... I think it was London. Mm, they completely like quarantined that, yeah. it, and, you know, any survivor would come through a check station. They'd have to be checked out right. and everything yeah. else. Right, and then they would set you up in, like, a government apartment, and... Yeah, and what was you know, freaky everybody is... Everybody their jobs, and... You were okay. You, you passed. You went through. If you weren't, you're done. Right. Yeah. You know. And, and that's, that's the problem. I mean, if my kid was infected... I'd want to keep them with me even if they were. I'd just find means of restraining them. But that's not fair, you know? 
I don't know. That's why I like smaller groups. I get to make my own decision and not be told what to do. Right. Because you might as well just leave me out of that quarantine area because I'm not going to leave them behind. Now you sound like at the end of Not a Living Dead when the people in the farmhouse in the basement and the one lady has her little girl that's been bitten. Well, little girl bites mommy. You know, wipes out everybody in the basement. I'd be fine with that. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Or you could always be like in uh, Zombie Land and make yourself look like a zombie. Yeah, there we go. And act like a zombie. <laughs> and then you get I wonder if that shot really worked. <laughs> because you're you retarded. Look and act like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. But, but you're not Bill really Murray. A, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's that. awesome. But oh, just so did. you know. We just spoiled the big surprise for the movie, but everybody should have seen it by now. You know, and if you have it, and if you're fan. listening to this, you've obviously had to have seen it. Right. Come and on. if you really haven't seen it, which I don't see why you wouldn't have seen it, but if you haven't, you know, don't just take that as a spoiler. I mean, you know, just go watch the movie. It's a lot of fun if you haven't seen it. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's great. Look, Megan doesn't like zombies, and she loved it. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's so great. anybody, even the kids like it. There's just like a little part in the beginning where some... Boobies are bouncing up and down. you got to kind of fast forward. Boobies through. are good. But, you know, as far as the kids watching it, my kids loved it. They watch it over and over again. The boobies? That's what no, I, 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 I told you that. I no, I like the boobies watching that. it. But I'm saying that's the only Instead part you have to fast forward through. You, uh, yeah, you don't show kids the boobies. Cause as, uh, but from their point, that point on, it's good for them. Right. Well, they kept, and they catch on to that stuff, you know. And you got to watch it, you know. Because my daughter is absolutely terrified. I mean, she really seriously thinks the way I do, and i got to stop talking around her because I'm terrifying the crap out of her. But she loved Zombieland. It didn't scare her. She rewatches and watches, but she yeah, will she, not sit down and watch Dawn of the Dead with me. No, she freaks out. I have yeah. tried, and I have tried because it scares the bejesus out of her. She does not like it because she really thinks it can happen. Or Resident Evil. She is scared. She actually watches that once in a while. I Resident like that Evil. one, too. Now I that that was good. I liked I all three of those installments. Ass. I want to be her. And I, I know. can't wait till She's the fourth so cool. one comes she up. She is. She is so awesome. I wish I were her. Now, I would love to be able to kick ass. How many of you guys, I don't think I've ever asked you this, how many of you actually played the, the original Resident Evil series on PlayStation? You. I was uh, a long game. time ago. I think I played the one, and that was it. That's because me and Belinda, we don't do that stuff. That would be the boys. Yeah. They I play do sports. I don't do yeah. a whole lot. I don't, I'm, I not a, a I'm not a big gamer. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> I don't do a whole lot on gaming. Um, I just. We did marry That's right. Nerds, right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I, no, I was just going to say, our husbands are dorks. Yep. We're the cool ones in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you, hon. The only thing I play on PlayStation is like Harry Potter. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you mean now. See, then you're a dork, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, I am. But no, that's what was neat about about Resident Evil is after playing the game, you actually got to see the movie, and you could experience it two ways. Now, how did it compare? Um, Well, like in the first one, the mansion was similar. Um, But... Then the game, the, it was all about the mansion. You know, you were sent in, you were a team. You had to go around the mansion to find out exactly what happened to your other team. And, um, you know, it was, it had a whole bunch of puzzles and everything else. And you would you would meet together and you would go off by yourself. And it was just you versus whatever the hell was that was out there. It was a game first? Mm-hmm, yes. So mm-hmm. there are no books on this, right? I it believe. It was pretty much just probably a just game a screenplay. Well, see, a lot of movies nowadays are just making a game adaption to big screen. Right. Um, I mean, like, say, for instance, uh, you know, it'd be awesome if they made a Halo movie, an actual real Halo movie, I not think animated, they are. or uh, Gears of War. You know, uh, but I've heard something about Peter Jackson being uh, part of a Halo movie. I'd have to check it out more. But then, yeah, you, I think then I've you heard go back to where they made adaption from video game to movie uh, House of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I've seen the first one. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna bullshit. It was retarded. And the fact that I saw that there was a second one that came out, you know, I'm, I didn't want to even pull myself to even waste two more hours of my life watching this right. one. Um, it just some adaptions to big screen are, are great. Some are, eh, you know, who the people that did Resident Evil, they did it great. I mean, uh, all oh, three, yeah. all three, just you know, kick ass. Right. On the seat yeah. of your pants the entire time instead of. 
And it's all action-packed. Right. That's what's terrific about it, too, especially from a girl's aspect. Oh, yeah. The girl kicks ass in the Right, and see, yeah. that that's what was great about the original game, you know, Resident Evil 1, which, in fact, I've got Resident Evil Director's Cut sitting in there, and it is, it is perfect. Um, but you had a choice where you could either be Chris or you could be... Um, well, this is going to make me sound stupid, but I can't remember her name right now. Oh, Jill Valentine. Um, and you had your choice between those two characters. And anybody that has played the game, the first time you beat it, you were Jill. Because you started off with a 9mm pistol. Chris, you started off with... A stick? <laughs> it, was, it was just a knife. And Pretty close. You could only carry six things, where Jill, I think, could carry eight. And so she already had a gun that was equipped and, and everything else, so it was... She's a super badass bitch. Mm-hmm. You're talking Jill Valentine. She was in the second one. Right, yeah. right. But she was the original character in the fir- in the game. Yeah, the whole Alice, that came completely later. And I, I stopped playing Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil 1 and 2. You know, like I said, I'm, you know, although I'm I'm not old, I'm getting to, you know, feel like an old man, especially in my, in my, you know, weekly duties, um, so I don't have a, a whole lot of time to, uh, to play games or anything, but, but just playing those two, and then seeing the adaption on screen, it was a lot of fun. You know, if, if you would go back and you would, if you would play the game after watching the movie, I think you would have a lot more fun. Yeah, because you can imagine yourself in that right. scenario. Right. I But I think... Let's see. Yeah, I, I think you would you would have a lot more fun if you watch the movie and then play it, rather than you know the other way around. You know, because I've... I was expecting... It to follow the game, you know, screen for screen for screen. Where it didn't. Well, no, no, it didn't. Right. It's a completely different story. A good story, but completely different. Right. Well, they so. have to change that up because yeah, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. They do that. They do that with books too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause There's so much in a book, you can't make a movie because as soon as you adapt a book to a movie, next thing you know, the movie's four hours long. And there, they have a cutoff point. They can only have so much length of time in a movie theater, right? And so they've got to condense what they can and cut it. But you know, the biggest thing is a lot of times when they have these movies, and then they release it to video and DVD. Some of them they didn't even put the stuff in. And it, and the biggest part that really irks me is if it's a cool movie, and then they have the deleted scenes. You know what? If the movie was cool enough, and then you had to cut it to put it in the theater, put the deleted scenes. Back in the movie. Make it the director's cut. Release it like that. Don't do the, you know, you watch it and you're like, well, why wasn't that in there? Would explain more spot or, you know. Oh, that right. makes sense now that I saw that. Yeah, I had no idea why, you know, that happened. But, yeah. I mean, put it all back in there. Don't just have a deleted scene section. Release two versions. Director's cut and theatrical version. You know, or some, some of these movies that you get. You know, on there, when you go to play the movie, it'll say theatrical version or a uh, director's cut. Give you the option. That's what I would like. I'd like that in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many movies out there that, you know, you're like you're thinking, this is a really good movie. But then you get the DVD and you watch it, and then you go and there's deleted scenes. And then you watch the deleted scenes, and you're like, why the hell didn't just put that back in the movie on DVD? You know, it doesn't matter if you sit on your couch and you watch a movie that's two hours long or four hours long. If you want to watch a movie that's good enough, you're going to watch it no matter how long it is. Anyway. Rambling again, huh, John? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I went off on a tangent. (laughs) You will notice throughout these webcasts that John likes to lecture. Please don't ever get in trouble by him because you'll be speaking to him for a couple hours and you'll fall asleep. That's my living wife. I love her. <laughs> but anyways, I love the newer zombie, zombie movies. I love the fact they're faster, they're stronger, they're smarter. It scares the shit out of me, and I just absolutely love to be terrified. 
Well, as a comeback, you know, from Belinda there a minute ago. So, in fact, she's like, okay, she's watching an old movie, and she's, she's like, luxury. okay, you can't walk, you can't walk away from something that can only walk or stagger but around. But it's fun. I love to cap on the old ones because I can sit there and go, you're stupid, you're <laughs> stupid, you're. St-. But then I'm going to eat the eat my words one of these days when they actually come around. And I'm like, ah! I'm run around with my hands in the air, getting eaten. But. Those old part, wait, wait. movies. I have a question. I just can't take it. I'm falling asleep going, you're stupid. What part of your body do you think a zombie would eat first? Or what part would you like them to eat first? <laughs> I would like them to eat my husband first. <laughs> That's not part but, of your body. Okay, um... Well, Unless you guys what, are like all the old zombies are like brains, brains, you know. <laughs> so I guess the love, brains would you? go first, but... No, is that what is that what you would want them to eat first, though? I would like them to take a little bit of my ass. You know, off. I was thinking the same exact thing. I need to get a tummy tuck, and you know, I know. Like, Go ahead, eat Free a little bit of that. lipo. Here, take yeah. a bite of that well, one. Yeah, be hot for like two hours until you turn into one. Yeah, but then it look great with the big chunk out of it. It means you got your ass bit off. I don't oh. want them to take my boobs though. I got good boobs. I like. Boobs. <laughs> I'd like to keep those too. Yeah. Like my boobs, just take a little bit of my ass. I don't know if I'd mind if you were a zombie. I don't think I'd stop me in the slightest. Oh, hun. Well, they what? do have a movie. What was it called that Is we it watched? Dead girl. Where they locked her down, or they found her, yeah, and they the two boys. tied her to the bed, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. Now that's one of the scenarios <laughs> where you think, okay, bodily fluid was transmitted on that. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they turn? Does that mean zombie? you got your zombie wings then? She was a zombie. <laughs> well, that's what they were because she was. She had been down there for who knows how long. You'd have to kind of be in a zombie-like state to last that long. She was in, like, what, the insane asylum or something? Yeah. At the bottom of that abandoned hospital, whatever it mm-hmm. was, in the basement. And they basement. found her. But then you got to think, in those scenarios, they were exchanging body fluids. But Why she wasn't dead, dead. Was she dead? She's a zombie. Was she really a zombie in the movie? Okay, now like here's, dead zombie. here's a question. Okay. Or was she, like, medicated zombie? Well, see, that's the well, thing. Was is it medicated it they found or is it her? not? It wasn't. It was mm. rape. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, they took advantage of her. They should have reported it to the authorities. So if then, I was a zombie, you'd take advantage of me oh, and he rape would. me. He would take so, We're so men. much advantage of you. Wow. What if my lips fell off? <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> this is the part I wouldn't let the kids listen to. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I'm discussing. That would be what? something more out of, like, cabin fever if your lips fell off. That's what, yeah, I'm thinking, like, that's like a whole new topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking, you I know? know. Does the hole get bigger? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might finally help. Wow. Zombie sex. <laughs> Zombie sex. Mmm. Right now, we are going to do a segment called Off the Beaten Path. And what this is, what this is, is we have a surprise topic to discuss. The other people in this group do not know anything about it. Um, Which is really fun. Yeah. yeah put everybody I on the spot. Surprises. I am going, I'm putting out... <coughs> cards right now. We're going to do those after we get through this topic. And we have three immune cards and one infected card. So, when we get done discussing this, everybody's going to flip their card. We're going to find out who gets to bring the next topic on to the next episode. So, the topic is, since this is our inaugural episode, I pick this one out, and I would like to hear what you guys think about this. Now, this is a little bit old, but I didn't hear about it, and uh, I don't think anybody else here at this table heard about it when it happened, Um, but this is about the lovely Jennifer Love Hewitt, or as she's known in this household, Jennifer Love Jubblies. If you don't know what jubblies are, jubblies are big-ass titties. I thought it was Jennifer Love Huge Tits. Mm, That could be, too. But, uh, okay. I'm going to read this. uh, In case one of you accidentally left on TBS after The Office last night, 
you would have maybe stopped to see Jennifer Love Hewitt on Lopez tonight. Yeah, I still didn't care until one word was mentioned. Vajazzle. Think bedazzle <laughs> plus vagina equals vajazzle. And it's exactly what you are thinking. Wondering what would drive someone. And this is from The Luxury Spot. And this is by Emily, uh, January 14th, 2010. So, Jennifer Love Hewitt was on Lopez Tonight with George Lopez. And she talked about how, I believe it was after a breakup, she would go and she would get these little jewels put on her vagina. And... uh, I've heard about this. Like yeah. her underwear? Or no, no, no. Like, no. No, she would, she, you know, it was Brazilian wax. Brazilian wax, and then they put like, first. yeah, and they would start little jewels stick they on. glue them you know, on? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, they glue them with um, um, Definitely not the eyelash glue, glue. Then. and okay. they put them on. So, and why would she do this? That's the new hub thing. Uh, I'm sorry, I listened to a radio show the other morning, and they talked about it, about all that kind of stuff, and... It was funny just hearing them ramble on about it. Um, so it's the new kind of thing they say in, uh, you know, vajizzle or vajazzle, whatever. Vajizzle. Vajizzle. He totally took it to a new and level. It, it got me. I laughed. I laughed. I laughed hysterically going to work because of how they were just commenting on. It was just like you know back when you used to get the dots in the paper, the candies. I like that they just peel it off, just peel and stick. And they said, "Is it edible?" <laughs> they said, "Is it edible?" Do you know? I'm going to use that from now on. Is it looking stick the jizzle, or scratching the jizzle. stuff? Instead of saying, "Go ahead and do what you got to do on me," I'm just going to say, "Go ahead and jizzle on me, baby." Got a toothpick. I got a gem stuck in my tooth. Sorry. Oh lord. <laughs> But uh, uh, just yeah, I heard all about. So why that. are they doing it? Is what okay, I what I don't it. understand is it's how the men they know about it, but we don't. We're because women. we're smart. We have vaginas or vajayjays, as I like to call them. So I don't get that. I mean, come on. Would <laughs> you like? It. Okay, Belinda, would you like to have little <laughs> no dazzled vagina? No, no, thank you. Because I'd be, be afraid nice of losing them one of them somewhere, and I'd have to dig it out later. You know, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like? Infection? Are they prepackaged, sanitized? Like when you get a tattoo and they, you know, everything has been sterilized when they put them on, or is it just hey, everybody share? Maybe me and Belinda just need to go get vajazzled and see what it's all about. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Con <laughs> wants to come watch, and then, and then Matt can vajizzle on me, and John can vajizzle on you. So it all works out nicely. Um, Do I get to pick the uh, design? Uh, no, I'm going to go with the butterfly, thank you. <laughs> Is there going to be jewelry cleaner? Like, you know, when you get lotion on your wedding ring, you got to put it in the stuff to clean it? Oh, the if vibrator? You got, if you got vajizzled on. I can use a vibrator. That's uh, fine. If you got vajizzled on. on your, if you got vajizzled on your vajazzle. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't say vajazzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you speak English. <laughs> We can all talk like that. Yeah, but see, I, I would sit there the whole time, like, feel like one of them's moving on me. And I'd be, like, moving in my seat, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm losing one. Like, my leg, I'm trying to get back on. I mean, I don't, I don't know think how it's going to come off. But I don't. Well, that would be another concern I'd have. You remember that one Halloween party where a friend of ours decided to hot glue gun fake nipples on himself? Oh, yeah. Hot glue gun, you guys, retarded. And he found that out after he burnt the hair off of his nipples. Mm. But even this is just, like. And not only that, who would she be doing it for other than her boyfriend? Or Well, no, she said that she does, does she it after him? she gets a breakup, right? I think to make herself feel better. Does she now, take pictures? Oh, I'm no. sure all our listeners are wondering where what they're at. They have yeah, where are those at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I so wasn't able to find them. Yeah, <laughs> but still, why would you do that? It just doesn't make sense. I mean, go ahead and put some tassels on your titties, too. Well, you know? okay, speaking of the titties, Meg, if you go and get bejazzled, are you going to get betizzled? I would just get my nipples pierced. Mm. Don't even look at me. No. That means John wants her titties to be pierced. My mom's going to listen to this. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Your mom's listening, too. (laughs) Yeah, right. My mom's a minister. She's not listening to this shit. And that's not a lie. She really is. (laughs) This is completely on the other side for her. Yeah. She wouldn't even want to come near it. 
Yeah, that's right. You know, we should have some people uh, email us. Would you get this done? Or yeah, there we go. Had it done? Yes, that I would know. Great. I want yeah. some input on yes. On the comment section. On the comment section on our webpage. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely if post that. If you had it done, yes. Yes. So if you had this done, if you let us dazzled and explain to us how they do it exactly, does it hurt and why? Do Please you include do a it? picture so we can see what it really <laughs> looks like. I can't imagine that. But it yes, hurt. you can reach us. At ripshowcrew at yahoo.com. And you can, if, if, if you've had this done or, or, you know, like everybody said, email us, let us know, and in the subject line, include the word vajazzle. I, I want to know where you get it done at. How much, you know, it how wouldn't much be here. We, we live so far away from Hollywood, it wouldn't be here. <laughs> Never know. That's one of those trends we got to wait a couple more years for. Never know, never know. All right, well. Or, you know what? Maybe you can just bejazzle yourself. So Why could you? Couldn't you if you, you did could. It, if you did it on your boat, would that be an ass jazzle? <laughs> <laughs> or ass jizzle? <laughs> I don't want anything ass jizzle. <laughs> That's just fucked up. <laughs> okay, so if, if you've had this done, or if, if you, you know. Would you like an ass jizzle? Would I like an ass jizzle? Oh, I bear, barely so wear jewelry things. to begin with, so I'd opt out. No. Um, yeah, I would go ahead and let us know if you've had it done. Um, and that is ripshowcrew at yahoo.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just we'll see what it you know what it is. <laughs> I'm I I'm kind of she's speechless, <laughs> <laughs> but puzzled because I don't know what it is. All right. Well, let's flip the cards one at a time, and let's see who is going to bring up the next topic on our Off the Beaten Path segment. Okay. Megan, why don't you go ahead and start? I'm immune. Belinda? All right. Immune. Okay. And me? Immune. Oh, John, the uh, lecturer. I'm infected. <laughs> Be ready for an hour-long episode <laughs> of why you shouldn't do something because you're wrong and he's right about porn. <laughs> yes, it'd be oh my God, own horror here we corner. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Not horror, my horror corner. <laughs> All right. Well, for our first episode, I think this has gone really great, and we have to. We have to have to thank the audience that's going to be listening to this. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, thank you. What we have for you guys is a contest. Now look, here everybody here absolutely loves Halloween. It's pretty much one of the main holidays that we we live for. We love everything about it. Um, it it's just it brings a a sparkle in our hearts, I guess. Um, oh yeah, fucking sparkle vampires is what we are during. You're still on that one bedazzle thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all sparkly. If you go to our our website and go Can to our homepage, you just throw some glitter on your pussy. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be glistening then. <laughs> you got to vajizzle it first so it'll stick. Okay. I just put some Elmer's on it. It looks good, doesn't it? I made designs, you know. Honey, if I come home. And you say, and I gotta, and you say, hey, look at this, and your pussy is completely glittery. I do not want you to say, Team Edward, please, <laughs> please. That, that's not going to do it for me. I could make you Edward. <laughs> Throw it all over you. <laughs> He's sparkly. But no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're doing a contest. Um, if you go to our our website. On the left-hand side of the website, um, you will see a link on the side where it says Current Contest. Um, Go ahead and click that link, and it will bring up the page. Go ahead and scroll down and read what you have to do. We are doing a pumpkin carving contest. We have a little flash game on there where you carve a pumpkin, and we want to see the best pumpkins that you guys can carve and send in. Um, what you're going to have to do 
and the instructions are on there. But what you're going to have to do is after you're done carving your pumpkin, you need to hit done, and that will light the candle. Then you need to do a screen capture or a print screen, um, you know, just control and print screen, and then paste it into paint and write your name on it and send it to us at ripshowcrew at yahoo.com and in the subject line um, you need to put down RIP pumpkin contest um, we are going to we're going to do the judging April 1st on April Fool's Day and we're going to see who the who the fool is that, that did the best pumpkin and what you will win is a copy of Dawn of the Dead 2004 um, so once we choose the winner we will get a hold of you uh, by email and ask you you know for your for your information so we can we can send that out to you so that's that's our current contest we we don't plan on having a contest every single episode but it is something we would like to offer you know keep you guys listening and everything else hopefully you do uh, like what this is going through I know this is rough um, I was nervous earlier. I think everybody at this table was nervous earlier. It's going to get better. You know, once we start getting into... You know, you're always nervous your first time anyway. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that right, Meg? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and there it goes to silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, we're we're nervous right now. This is our first run. I'm not nervous. You know, I wasn't nervous. Hopefully this turns into a you know, an every two week thing. That's what we're looking for. You know, it's all up to you if you want to hear more. If you hear wanna hear more, you know, let us know. Just and keep checking the website. Yeah. I mean go back there at least once a week. Join the members area, you know. Yeah, post give us things, our- you know, be involved. You know, that's that's what we're doing. We want like minded people, you know, to we love input, you know. Tell it if there's an idea you guys have out there that yeah, you'd like us you to hear. go over. Let us know. Yeah, the first few episodes here, we're going to do you know genre stuff, you know, and, and overviews. Then we're going to get into you know the actual movies or what's going on, you know, in the horror you know community. If we go and do something, yeah, we've you know, even talked about going to haunted places or taking haunted ghost tours, and that could be on an upcoming episode where we've actually went through and done like a graveyard thing, and right. we'll let you know what it was like and if you would be interested in doing it. Yeah, you know, we'll be able to post videos and stuff because you know it's it's that's one thing we're not just going to tie ourselves you know strictly to zombies. We're not going to tie ourselves strictly to horror movies. Period. Um, we're, we want to explore everything, you know, whether it be real, whether it be not. Um, you know, I definitely want to go do a ghost hunt. So, yeah, that's going to be, that'll be fun. But anyway, in preparation for the next episode, um, we have decided that we are going to do Wolfman versus Werewolves versus Vampires versus Dracula. And we're going to overview both those genres together. Um, because there are a lot of movies that tie them together. Um, so, some movies that you can watch to kind of prepare for the next episode. Wolfman, Van Helsing, American Werewolf in London, Underworld, Twilight, um, Interview with a Vampire, John Carpenter's Vampires, From Dusk Till Dawn, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Blade, Blade, Waxwork. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. You know, that, that movie's old. But I just think for it being the age that it was done, which was in the 80s, the actual effects of things in there was pretty neat, even though it was uh, even though it was a movie about a wax museum that came to town and there was different things and they needed to have, you know, all the uh, exhibits filled for, you know, some apocalypse thing to happen, all the monsters would come to life. But just, you know, watch it. You may feel, if you've watched it, some people think, oh, you know, I might have just wasted an hour of my life. I think it's only like an hour and a half long, but, I mean, it's, it's an older movie, but the effects in there are cool. I especially love the werewolf part. I mean, the werewolf is awesome in that. Um, but anyway. It's because he's old and his heart can't handle the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Girls, are there any movies you would like to add that we would probably going to talk about next week? 
No, I think you covered just about all of them. All Mm -hmm. right. Very good. Well, until next time, just remember, when the zombie apocalypse happens, you don't have to run faster than the zombies. You only have to run faster than the person next to you. Thank you for listening. Visit the show's website at www.ripshow.webs.com. Join the members area and don't forget to stop at the RIP Tavern Forum. Contact us at RIP Show Crew at yahoo.com.